Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 140 and... Ugh, that is the first time I've ever had to redo this. <laughs> I, I have never messed that up. I think that up. means you have to keep it in. <laughs> it means I have to keep it in. Welcome to one, episode 146 <laughs> of Out the Flake. I want to host John George alongside Joe Kirkpatrick. Say hello, Joe. Hey, everybody. And Joe, it's been another three weeks and a uh, nice holiday season since we last talked and last had a podcast. And um, not much has happened since then. We've we've got some more signings, a uh, live patch, some stuff with Lego going on. But besides that, it's, you know, just same old, same old in the Overwatch world, uh, which is a, a bunch of nothing usually, you know? Yeah, at least, you know, around these days. Yeah, we gave them, we gave them plenty of time. We gave them three weeks to try to come up with something. <laughs> um, and the next 30 minutes or whatever is what, <laughs> is what we... Um, you know what they gave us so yeah <laughs> it is exactly what they gave us here uh there was a patch joe you're the patch man if you want to take us through this uh a little patch here um it's a normal overwatch patch small yeah absolutely we did um uh get a patch on january 6th so it's been a while now um but sort of sort of out of nowhere we had a really small balance patch that came through uh, straight to the live servers, you know, no experimental card, no, no fancy whatever. Um, just some changes to a handful of heroes, including uh, actually we'll just, we'll just read the whole thing. Uh, starting with Moira, um, that she got a huge boost to her um, the mobility when she uses Fade, uh, specifically the the jump. She can jump a lot higher um, while she uses Fade, and it's it's a uh, you know, there's a bunch of uh, jumps that I think, uh, and I'm not a Moira player, so I'm sure Moira players have would be able to describe this better. But I know uh, an earlier version of the character, uh, you know, had some pretty good mobility. You know, if you bounced off the, uh, you know, the geometry at the right angle or whatever, kind of like uh, Briggs' original Shield Bash, kind of a similar deal. Um, and so I don't. Uh, I, I don't know this for a fact, but it's almost—it almost seems like the um, the mobility that Moira enjoys now uh, is almost even more so than that, which uh, <laughs> which was which was nerfed um, uh, again at some point in her history. But now I think this is this is a it's a very very um, significant mobility buff <laughs> for for Moira. That's for sure. Yeah, which is cool. Um, yeah. Uh, and that sort of transitions into Cassidy nicely because his uh, uh, on again, off again uh, air roll uh, is now on again. <laughs> That's Welcome basically back. all we can say about that. Welcome uh, back, air roll. It's yeah. I, I don't know how many times it's gone back and forth now, but um, it, I think it. Well, it, I I, th I think it did go to live at some point. I don't know because it was on the experimental card, and I think it was also on live. And then it got taken away. Anyway, Blitz back. So he can now come at roll uh, while in the air. So speaking of mobility there. Uh, we got a change to Reinhardt. Uh, his Earth Shatter now uh, actually does have some damage. Uh, this uh, little tiny thing pulled from the uh, crazy experimental card uh, that they did recently. Um, that it, it deals 200 damage uh, within 1.75 meters of where the hammer goes down. So you can kill things, actually, uh, which is something that hardly ever happens. Um, you, you know, initial, 
excuse me, initially with the uh, the Reinhardt Shatter, so that's cool. There was a also a bug, uh, a couple bugs with Reinhardt when uh, when this patch originally went live. Uh, one that Hanzo's Storm Arrows um, were, could just go through the shields, <laughs> uh, and so Reinhardt's shield was completely ineffective against Hanzo. <laughs> um, and another bug that uh, evidently Earth Shatter could go through barriers and walls, but both of those were patched pretty immediately. Um, not intended changes, not intended <laughs> buffs to Reinhardt, but uh, this Earth Shatter damage is. Nice. That's cool. Uh, speaking of Hanzo, because we're all about transitions, <laughs> uh, his Storm Arrows, again, pull it out right from the... Um, Experimental card they did uh, with all the crazy creator stuff. Uh, his his storm arrows now have one ricochet. Uh, ricochet once upon impact um, because uh, Hanzo has been uh, you know he's working on his advanced degree in geometry um, and it's it's time to time to get back into practice is my understanding mm. as far as that goes. Uh, Torb got a small buff to his. Um, his old fire, the uh, shotgun, I believe. Um, actually, no, that that would be the 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 distance um, projectile that he shoots. The ammo cost decreased from three to two, um, and the final change is to wrecking ball, where his grappling claw uh, now has a maximum engage time of six seconds. Uh, so, like, you can attach to something. Uh, six seconds later pops off again uh, and you're no longer attached no matter where you are or what you're doing hmm. uh, which seems pretty significant uh, you know I the the general you know consensus is this was probably intended to target um, you know the like spend a win on the payload or spend a win on the point or whatever mm -hmm. but um, it also you know can can really throw off a lot of the other things that uh, wrecking ball players tend to like to set up yeah definitely interesting it's Definitely, definitely think it's the target that stupid stall tactic um, that probably just plagues your your you know silver gold games a lot. Um, so I, I would imagine the grandmaster players or whatever the best players are not excited about that. Um, but yeah, and, and interesting changes all around here. Uh, just nice to have a patch, you know. Um, doesn't happen too often. Yeah, nice to have a patch. It's uh really weird though. <laughs> I was, uh, I mean, you know, I mentioned already that you know didn't come through um, experimental card, which has been, you know, not the rule, but certainly the 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 pattern that the dev team has been following recently in terms of some of these kinds of changes. Um, so that was weird. Uh, it was weird that they pulled out some um, some of those experimental card changes that were just you know intentionally supposed to be ridiculous and they're like oh yeah no that's cool we'll just we'll just patch that in you know <laughs> to the to the live game um that's that's not uh you know traditionally been the philosophy there uh we didn't really get any you know dev comments we didn't um uh we, we didn't get really much of that and so i don't know it just it just strikes as it struck me as a really odd um patch that kind of came out of nowhere and you know, for the last couple of weeks now, the the game, the community has been trying to uh, you know acclimate to it a little bit. Um, I don't know. It, it was it was a patch. It's content. You know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's been it's been forever and ever since we had a live patch. It feels like, 
but um, definitely an interesting one, that's for sure. Yeah, um, definitely interesting. The, the Hanzo one is confusing to me why they chose that one, because, I don't know, Hanzo is just annoying in general. Um, but yeah, overall, like, definitely, definitely I agree with you. Weird that this just came out of nowhere. Maybe they just, like, last second were like, yeah, let's just throw something out there, because everyone's complaining about how we have no content in this game. Um, so maybe they just hurt, just put it together last second and we're like, okay, here you go. Um, because it did include two like pretty huge bugs, which makes me feel like it's rushed. It was during the holiday season, um, that people were putting this together. So yeah, it's, it's a recipe for disasters, what it seems like to me, but Overall, uh, that was that patch. It was 11 days ago at this point, so it's been a while. Uh, let's get into the Overwatch League, Joe. Let's get into some signings here, starting with some Philadelphia news, um, along with two signings. Uh, the first news is they confirmed that they are staying in Korea for Season 5. Um, so, yeah, I, I expected that from the Philadelphia Fusion. They've been... Uh, and they were in Korea last year, obviously, and they've been a Korea-focused roster, and so far only have Korean players this year, which will will definitely help uh, with them because that was a big issue they had last year was getting their non-Korean players to Korea. Um, so far this off season, they signed Zest and MN3, and of course kept Carpe, who's on maybe the last year of his huge contract he signed back at the beginning of season two, maybe his last or second last. Because uh, yeah, it may, it may have been a five year contract that they signed, yeah. so he's going through six. Yeah, yeah, it was either four or five. I can't remember. I just remember he signed a very long multi year deal, which was unheard yeah. of and is still unheard of in Overwatch League. Uh, we haven't talked about that, but, but like this is just one of a kind contract. Like no one else has been signed to this length of deal in the Overwatch League. So congrats to Carpe. Uh, but they did sign two players. And it is Fury, and it is Aim God. Um, Fury making his return to the Philadelphia Fusion, which is super exciting. Of course, he's been in the league since the very start on the London Spitfire, part of that championship squad, and then moved over to the Philadelphia Fusion in 2019. Um, watched Injustice for one year last year, and now back to the Philly Fusion again, which I think is their best signing this offseason by far. Uh, he's, he's their one tank right now um but joe I, before we move on to aim god who i mentioned i want your re- reactions about just fury like this is a, a great signing for you as a fusion fan i'm guessing right oh yeah uh i know my my comment last season was you know i think fury was uh probably their biggest loss of of that off season before uh i guess it must have been before season four um and i was i was surprised that they let him go um but yeah to bring him back um definitely a good decision i think number one um well number one because he's the only tank player they have signed right now um but also yeah number two to um to have the the kind of flexibility that he has and the kind of um the, the the kind of skills on uh particularly the off tank heroes um as as we're moving into overwatch 2 obviously you know d- different looks for the tank role but uh I, I think you definitely want a player like fury um with both the mechanics and the and the range um to, to to you know stand out here oh yeah and in in overwatch 2 furies he's he's very flexible very flexible 
I'd say he he can flex onto many different heroes, and he's good at it. So I think Fury's a great signing, not only um, in Overwatch in general, but for this upcoming Overwatch 2 change. Um, All right, Aim God, this is their first support on their roster this season, so they're going to definitely have at least one more signed here. Uh, But if you don't know who Aim God is, it has been a year since he was in the league. Uh, He was on the Washington Justice last we saw him in the 2020 season. Uh, Before that, he was on the Boston Uprising uh, for 2018 and 2019 seasons. Uh, Yeah, Aim God coming back. As as a viewer, I've always thought Aim God was a little underrated, not talked about. I thought he was pretty, pretty good. Um, so I think I think this is a pretty good signing for for the Philly Fusion here. What do, what do you think, Joe? Yeah, definitely solid. Um, the sort of unspoken, um, you, you know, realization here obviously um, plays a very similar role to uh, what Alarm would have, um, and you know, obviously, big shoes to fill there in that regard. Um, uh, and you know, there's there's not really a, a comparison to be made, but um, but but definitely a, a strong. Uh, is a strong player in that role. Uh, won't be the won't be the only one for the roster. Uh, again, um, the the team doesn't have any officially uh, announced support players signed beyond him yet. But, um, uh, but, but yes, that's definitely the the kind of of caliber of player I think uh, definitely is looking for. Absolutely. Yeah, big shoes to fill for sure. But uh, I think Game God's a good player to do it. Get a veteran in there, you know. Um, who, you know, you maybe put a rookie in there to replace Alarm, and that's a daunting task, but you got Aim God in here who's who's been in the been involved in Overwatch in the league for a while, so I think this is a good choice by them. Um, all right, uh, that's it for Philly. Uh, at least we got some little news there. De- they're definitely not uh, quite done yet. I believe since since we last recorded the... Um, the the uh, date for having at least five players on your roster came through right so um yes uh and there was i saw a tweet from somebody in league ops i forget who uh who confirmed yeah that every every team had at least the five players signed um even if they hadn't announced it yet because uh, obviously they can announce it whenever they want and i think really the only team that applies is like maybe new york i think hasn't announced uh five players yet but um, yeah, they or, well, they hadn't until yeah. until this show, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's the, every every team has at least made it that far. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's that's out there. If you didn't know about that, um, Vancouver, they definitely had five players before that happened, but they also have some more uh, signings for us. Two of them. Um, two of them that I'm gonna have trouble pronouncing, unfortunately. Seikoi. Se- <laughs> how do you think it pronounced this joe do you know uh I, yeah i'd go with like psycho, psycho. and scaripa sky psycho and scaripa okay i like it um okay vancouver titans signing some more uh european talent here uh psycho from austria and scaripa from romania um scaripa on uh the british hurricane and um Psycho from Falcon Esports Esport EU uh, was on Shoes Money Crew at some point. New Kings stuff like that. Uh, and Psycho's a DPS player, support player for Skapira. I know nothing about these two players, Joe. They join Aztec Maza 
false shockwave aspire the vancouver titans once again coming coming in with a roster that i have uh tons of questions about here and i have no clue how good they're going to be which just immediately makes me assume okay they're going to be not good again what do you think joe yeah i think that's sort of a an accurate expression of where my where my mind goes with this roster a little bit uh notably uh very european mm-hmm. uh, uh with the exception of aspire uh who's apparently american um and i guess false and aztec uh, who is korean but um uh, but, but yeah, definitely uh, picking up some nice pieces. I think uh, this very well could be uh, the extent of the Vancouver roster with uh, three DPS, three support, and a tank. Um, uh, but, but yeah, definitely um, sort of sort of middling. I think uh, is is a fair assessment. And so yeah, that that may or may not uh, end up being being good enough for the way this league is evolving. You know, we'll we'll see. Um, I guess as as the time goes, yeah, um, definitely not not the best roster I've seen so far. Hopefully they get one more tank. Uh, if not, I wouldn't be surprised if they were like the one team to run run with one tank. I guess because uh, Vancouver has just made puzzling moves in their franchise history here. Um, all right, New York Excelsior, as Joe mentioned earlier, did make some signings. They finally announced the signings, at least, um, and the, they made. Um, they, they made like a nice little roster video that was actually really, really cool, uh, in which they also confirmed that they're moving back to NA, which is awesome. Um, as, as a Boston Uprising fan, that rivalry can be back, New York-Boston rivalry, which is very exciting to me, um, and I'm sure very exciting to New York fans and Boston fans who want to play each other again. Um, but yeah, they announced uh, they announced their five player roster here. Uh, we I think we already knew that Flora was staying, maybe. Um, I think so. But they they announced four more: uh, Yaki, Kellen, Gangnam Jin, and Myunbong, um, former Boston Uprising player. There, so the rivalry heats up, Joe. Um, but yeah, yeah, very recognizable names there, of course, Yaki. Uh, and Gangnam Jin, both coming from the Florida Mayhem last year. Um, very exciting. Very exciting that those two players got onto a roster because I think they're very good and unfortunately just in that bad Florida situation last year. Kellen will be the fr- the only rookie right now on this roster. Uh, played for Talon Esports last year. Element Mystic at some point. Uh, so just a Contenders Korea player. Uh, and then, of course, me and Bung, as I mentioned, Boston Uprising player for the past two years, O2 Blast before that. Uh, very highly regarded by the fans. Um, and yeah, uh, this is a nice place to start here for New York. Maybe sign one more tank, one more support in there. But yeah, I, I think New York can definitely compete with this roster. I like these players. I, I Having Yaki's huge, Gangnam Jin and Myunbong, both great. What are your thoughts on this roster, Joe? Yeah, I'm I'm pleased as well. Would definitely be a good um, <laughs> a good assessment there, um, because yeah, these are definitely like you're talking about good pieces uh, of, of teams that maybe um, maybe didn't get the chance to to show off um, t- to one degree or another, but had really big uh, really big moments, really big highs, uh, and that's that's exciting. Number one to see him on a new stage. Uh, number two to see him with this new roster. Um, 
uh, it would have been nice to see them uh, against um, some of these Asian teams too, I guess, as as we uh, get into Season 5. Um, but, number one, maybe we will, you know, in uh, tournaments and that kind of thing anyway. Um, but, number two, I'm sure we'd be saying that, you know, the other way regardless. So, uh, but yes, New York, uh, as this roster is building, uh, not not fully built yet, uh, this is definitely a team to watch out for, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, another big question, though, here is with New York coming back to NA, is will the league enforce that eight, they want those eight teams and 12 teams NA, eight teams Asia? Um, because that was a big thing as to why the LA Valiant just like kind of uh, blew up there was they claimed that they were kind of forced to move to Asia because Overwatch League wanted eight teams there. Um, and then it just kind of blew up in their faces because they couldn't get visas in time and all this stuff. I-, I will be interested to see if they're going to once again enforce that they would like another team to come here now that New York is moving back to NA. Um, and I wonder who the hell that would be <laughs> because I look at these 12 teams and, you know, I mean, a bunch from obviously have Korean talent, but I'm like, okay, who here is going to be willing to budge on that? Um, so I think some people are discussing Florida, but someone from Florida confirmed that that wasn't happening. Um, so yeah, we'll see if anything happens there, if they force anyone, because you, you just don't like the uneven numbers of 13 and seven. That's just ugly to look at. Right. Um, but it's yeah. it's also ugly schedule-wise, all that stuff. So we'll see if they do anything about it or if they just let the league uh, go like this. We've obviously still got a long time till it starts. So Yeah. Or every week one NA team flies to Hawaii <laughs> and, and does land with the Asia teams. That could be interesting. Um, that could be... 13, 13 week season. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That, that could be interesting. Um, it, it does get uh, as work working for the Boston uprising last year, it would get rid of like the excitement of like getting to go to Hawaii because everyone just gets to yeah. do it, but still could be cool. Uh, um, uh, Chengdu hunters news next, which isn't signings. It's just emotions. If you didn't know Chengdu basically signed their entire roster for two years last year or something. So they're keeping everybody, uh, which is definitely fine because they had a, uh, a great year last year one of their best um but yeah they demoted tarot cookie and jimmy uh to team chaser which is their contenders team could just be like a temporary thing who knows like there's so much time in the off season that i wouldn't be surprised if they demoted them and now that then they're just going to pick them back up like in three months um and just put them on team chaser to compete for now give them some reps or whatever and help team chaser look better um so yeah they definitely could be doing that not sure yeah that's true i mean we know we've got um you know several more months at least until we get anything so yeah yeah so i'll take that news kind of lightly i guess i don't i don't know uh if it'll be true or not uh next news is surprising to me um which is cool matt uh who if you don't know him he used to be a player in this league became the GM for the Houston Outlaws at the beginning of 2020, and he is leaving uh, the Houston Outlaws here. Uh, he announced that about a week ago now, I guess. Um, I didn't see the announcement, Joe. Did he give any reasons as to why he's leaving the team? Um, I didn't I didn't see from him, no. Um, uh, the, the, the team had made the announcement, obviously, but... Um, 
Uh, but yeah, it's definitely a, a fixture there all the way from season one. Uh, yeah, that was just notable. And he made he made great signings uh, last season, obviously, and so far was making some great signings this year too. So I, I definitely would like to know um, any any reasons why that was happening here for sure. Um, but yeah. Um, What's next? Oh, did you also see, I just saw on their Twitter, I didn't see this before, that Houston Outlaws actually did hire Bishu. Um, oh, working yeah. with our players and content team. Manager of players and operations and content, which is interesting. Um, so, that's cool. Yeah, familiar face in the league again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, would be interesting to see uh, about Cool Matt there. Um, all right, that's it for team news. We have <laughs> we have more Lego drama, which is always fun. Um, I know that's why that's why people listen to the, the podcast. Yeah, another week of the Lego drama, for sure. Um, all right, yeah, Lego. So, of course, if you didn't listen to the last episode or you haven't been paying attention, um, there were leaks of a Lego Overwatch Two Lego set. Um, so yeah, some, some sets leaked. They were mainly like moments from the trailers that we have already seen. So it was like nothing new, but it kind of hinted at the idea that, oh, maybe Overwatch 2 is coming out soon since they're making Lego sets for it. Um, but yeah, they, Lego announced that they were, um, there were delays over those sets, uh, mainly to reevaluate its relationship with blizzard who of course has been through an insane amount of controversy this past year um and then wendy's uh roasted the hell out of overwatch so (laughs) (laughs) um yeah uh so wendy's asked someone to roast them overwatch league replied saying you're just like your burgers square and then wendy's absolutely destroyed the overwatch league by saying can't wait for those new lego sets um and yeah everyone was (laughs) everyone loved it of course um and that's your that's your lego drama for the week i mean yeah i i'm not surprised by any of this it's hilarious and hey i get wendy's twitter man wendy's twitter slaps no doubt (laughs) so yeah just uh we you, you know, you thought that was going to be a one one week piece of news, but nope. Um, j- just just when uh, you're waiting on real Overwatch news, they give you this instead. Yeah, of course. I this is exactly what I expected to be on a rundown and on my Twitter timeline. Um, <laughs> yeah, I it's hilarious to me um, that this is just continuing to be a thing. I I hope we get more Lego news soon. Um. But yeah, I tried to look up more about Cool Matt leaving. It looks like it's just his own decision, maybe, based off replies. He hasn't tweeted about it. I assume it's his own decision. I don't think they would fire him. He's he's made some great moves these past two years. So, All right. Um, anything else to mention about Legos or anything before we sign off here on the short episode, Joe? <laughs> uh, I think that should be just about it. Um, well eventually start thinking about the beginning of the season but uh we don't have a date for that do we at this point no no exact date i think they did mention 
May or whatever, April or May maybe. So yeah, so we got some time still. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of time. Like, oh my god, more more three week breaks is what I predict <laughs> until until like April. Uh, Eventually, we'll get some, you know, team previews and all that. Oh yeah. It's coming. We'll get team previews. Season 5 is coming. We'll get team previews. We're going to get Overwatch 2 stuff like crazy, no doubt. Like they're not just going to they're not just going to like say, "Okay, here's game 1 of the season and then we just watch it and like and May is like a it can fly now or something." Um they're definitely <laughs> going to like announce a lot of stuff this year too. So, we'll be there for that. Um uh, thank you guys all for listening to another episode of On the Flank. Hopefully be back soon. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, my Twitter's at JWGeorgeIV. Joe's is at Kirkpatrick underscore Inc. That's INC. And our show's Twitter's at On the Flank Show. You're listening to this in one way. If you want to listen to it in a different way, go to on hyphen the hyphen flank dot pinecast dot co. We're on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. Thank you guys for listening uh, and enjoy the off season. <laughs>